Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's Christmas fireside blazing bright. We're caroling through the night, and this Christmas will be a very special Christmas. <laughs> Ooh, jingle bell, jingle bell. <laughs> Welcome to page seven. That is Henry and I's Christmas song. I don't know if you guys remember. We sing it to each other every year, and I've already sent it to him. I send it to him almost every single day of December, and it never gets old, and he only ever loves it. My name is Jackie Zbrowski. Yeah, we're introducing ourselves today because we've got a lot to talk about today, guys. It's I'm going through a lot right now because of what's happening in celebrity pop culture. My name is Holden McNeil. Don't do it. My heart, my heart is palpitating. <laughs> my name is Molly Neffel. There's just so much that 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 is our world is being realized, I feel, like for the first time. Like things are coming to fruition. Yes, I feel seen because secrets out, chicken man. And yes, this is what we are starting with. We are starting with a recipe for seduction. I just want to go ahead and throw a thank you to everyone that tagged me in a recipe for seduction. Throw it out there. Having a rough week. Of course we are. It's December in the worst year of all time. <laughs> and a recipe for seduction, I think, changed. I didn't know how easily my mood could have been like taken out of a <laughs> shit can and thrown up into the sky like fireworks. That was watching the trailer for a recipe for seduction and if you haven't, so I know that we'll have to explain it a little bit if you haven't seen the trailer. But if you have not seen the trailer, stop the podcast right now yeah. and watch the trailer for a recipe for seduction on Lifetime. Because I think it might be my new favorite trailer. He has a secret recipe that's going to change the world. <laughs> and then they say, we all have our secrets what could they possibly be talking about? Are they talking about weird, sexy Mario Lopez playing the KFC founder of Colonel Sanders in a lifetime sexy mini movie that comes out at noon on a Sunday? <laughs> I think that's one of my favorite parts about the trailer is the fact that it comes out at noon 
on a Sunday. I appreciate this because I've been watching Lifetime movies since I was a teenager, and the prime time for a Lifetime movie is Sunday at noon. Like, for me, I was a high schooler, so I didn't have, I don't imagine that was that is their target demographic, but for me, it was like, I am alone and bored, uh, and like, I've just come home from a sleepover and now I'm going to watch this movie about a murder. And like, it really is just, they, they, they know when people are lonely and it is Sunday (laughs) at noon. Yeah. And it's that feeling of like, Oh, I got all my, we were talking about it before the podcast. Like, Oh, I got all my morning stuff done. Got the chores done, dropped off little Jimmy and, and bitchy Susie off that. God, she's always extra bitchy on a Sunday morning, too. You gotta get her out of the house and get her to the ballet class. These are my two two children, little Jimmy and bitchy Susie. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the door shuts, and you, you take it, you soak in that silence for just a few minutes. But then you realize if you have too much silence, you'll, you will begin to cry. So yes. this is when we put on our murder movie or whatever. Well, it is like December that. 2020, so yeah, yeah, that is that is for definite. There yeah. are definitely there's definitely random crying throughout the day. But then you think, oh, what's what what is happening at noon today? Is it Mario Lopez playing Colonel Harlan Sanders in a film about a steamy and savory? Love affair with a young heiress who must choose between her young chef with a dream of fried chicken glory and a wealthy, duplicitous suitor, handpicked by her mother. We all have our secrets. I think the craziest thing is that it's only 15 minutes long, though. Yeah. 15 minutes long. I was just going to bring that up. Can we talk about the mini movie and the time frame we're working with? And, and, <laughs> Like the thing about the trailer, we've seen a fifteenth of this movie at this point. Yeah, oh, that's oh yeah, true. Of course, in the trailer. <laughs> the, but like, okay, so the trailer, we should just we can't do like a play by play of it. But I guess I'm confused because I don't know what I was expecting. It it it, it plays it very straight. Yet, yes, it is essentially a fifteen minute long KFC commercial. Yes. And it somehow manages to walk that line. Like it it is Mario Lopez. And also it's Mario Lopez inexplicably. This guy hasn't acted in anything. <laughs> well, you know, no, he does, he's in Felice Navidad. He is in Felice directed Navidad. Directed by Melissa Joan Hart on Lifetime currently. And yes, I did watch the first 35 minutes of the movie. Um, and I made it that far. And Molly, okay, your withdrawn. favorite thing ever in 2020, the reboot of Saved by the Bell. He's, you know, rocking on that a little I know. Bit. And you know what makes me somehow even more upset is that that's getting very good reviews. I'm going to have to watch it. Yeah, you're going to have to watch Everyone it. Everyone has told me to watch it. Everyone said that, like, it's actually that you, that I think that we might... I think I might like it. And I'm saying it in a very upsetting way because, no, we're a week early. We're not getting I think you might like it until next week. But what? I think that apparently we might like it. And I know that we got to watch it. I don't know why I've definitely filed it under the Queen's gambit of things that for some reason I've chosen not to watch. fucking great TV shows that you're just being weirdly shitty about. Yeah, when I'm like, oh, God, it's going to be good. I don't know why. I'm fussy, okay? I'm having a fussy time period in my life. And I'm just going 
going, no, no. And sometimes it's okay to be fussy. I'm fussy right now. It's such a 2020 thing for the two of you, I feel like, where everything you want to love, like that craft movie, is super, like the crap oh, the is crap? super shitty. Yeah. And crap. everything that you are like, this is going to suck, and I don't want to even get near this piece of turd. And then it ends up being great, and everyone loves it. And then you're like, oh, and you're already mad going into it, because you're just like, I wanted you to suck. And now you're, guess you're good. So I have to keep my arms crossed while I watch you. Fussy. We're fussy, and yeah. that's okay. Fussy 2020. I tried <laughs> to do uh, I tried to do Neon Goth 2020, but instead yeah. I did Fussy 2020. I and that's that. just how the cookie crumbles sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and now the best part about the Mario Lopez KFC movie is that I have absolutely no expectations for it. I'm going to go ahead and assume that they included all of the best parts in that trailer, <laughs> and that's okay, because the trailer is... I watched it, I think, seven times yesterday, and I laughed, and I laughed. It was exactly what I need. He's so jacked. Look at his hair and how obviously it looks like they got one of those things that I used to use. Remember the combs that had the fake, like, clay dye in the comb that you would put through your hair so it wouldn't dye your hair? It would just put this, like— clay color on the outside so your hair just looked disgusting. Yeah, it's very much like a, a middle school makeup artistry um, for like when you have like a person who has to play like the dad and Bye Bye Birdie in middle school and you have to make them gray. Oh, yes. That's kind oh, of the yes. aesthetic going on. But honestly, AC Slater, Mario Lopez, seems to be having a better 2020 than all of us. Mm-hmm. Wow. He looks great. He does. He does look good. I've never thought that that guy was hot ever. And in the in the trailer, I'm like, ooh. Uh, yeah, and also in the poster for A Recipe for Seduction, also, again, the logline of the movie is, we all have our secrets. His just happens to be A Recipe for Seduction. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that his arms are bursting out of the shirt. <laughs> and I love that the... Ascot is just, like, slightly undone. And it is just... They didn't even try with his facial hair. His facial hair is so atrocious. And I love it. I love it. December 13th at noon. Uh, it uh, what, what a gift that I didn't yeah. know we needed this holiday the, the season. The ad folks at uh, KFC deserve all the awards that between the dating sim, this thing, the Norm McDon- the weird Norm McDonald. Uh, Loved it. <laughs> Colonel Ad and also are just the dating so- sim that you were referring to is called I Love You, Colonel Sanders, a finger licking good dating simulator that you can get on Steam where you try. It's free. Yeah. It, it just seems like big, big, sexy, thick boys with very tight pants trying to bang. Colonel Sanders, I think. I need to get, I don't know what a Steam is, but I guess I need to have a Steam to play it. And I'll do it. I'll get it. I want to play it. I feel like they're all there. It's like, in my head, I'm like, okay, is KFC there? You know, obviously there was the Popeye's chicken sandwich. I can't even remember if that was 2020. I think that was early 2020. I, like, think, it, I think it was. Pre-pandemic 2020, uh, Popeye's had its, its moment of incredible chicken sandwich. Also, I think, KFC in the umbrella of like fast food restaurants that has struggled with image in the last 10 years in terms of like 
genetically engineering headless chickens and stuff. And so I love that. And also the fact that like the colonel definitely seems like a slave owner of sorts. I don't know the history. <laughs> yeah, right. There's actually a, there's a of Colonel of, Sanders. But, but daddy, does the headless chicken have a soul? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I guess this is what we need to see. And will his soul burst out of his too tight shirt? Oh, and spill that secret recipe all over the face of that beautiful heiress? I hope so. Man, I can't believe we're all going to spend uh, Sunday watching this movie four times. To. It's all I've got. You, all, you know what? I take that back. It's not all I've got because there is a little special <laughs> that we need to talk about. Talk about. This is, I can't believe how positive I feel during this episode. <laughs> yeah. I, I just feel like I felt so negative for so long that I feel like a, a cool a cool breeze has just lifted my britches <laughs> and I'm ready to smile. All of the celebrity news has been so hard to deal with this year because it's all just like, look how this person's being a piece of shit in quarantine and pretending like they're the only people who have problems in the world and yada, yada, yada. Or look at these assholes partying together in a dumbass, non-socially distant way. But, now, you know, it's a lot of selfishness. Whereas this week, we get to talk about this KFC thing. We get to talk about Dolly Parton, who everyone loves his new movie. And we get to talk Ooh, about Mariah fucking Carey's Christmas special. These are celebrities we love to love. And they're putting out just sweet, juicy meats for us. I mean, when we haven't even brushed on the news that was released today, but we will yes, get to we'll that Yes, we'll get sooner. to it. Try to contain your breasts Sooner rather than shirt. later, because that's my coop. It's my coop <laughs> to grace that I need for this week. And first, we are going to talk about Mariah Carey's magical Christmas special. Did I beg both Molly and Holden to watch it? Yes. Did they both do it? I can't believe it. Yes. <laughs> I can't believe it either, honestly. I felt like, I was like, well, I hope hope that this shows my commitment to page seven. The fact that I am watching this freaking show. You kissed, you kissed the ring of Mariah Carey and Mariah Carey's magical Christmas special, which you can only get on Apple plus, which is annoying we had to sign up for it. Fuck. You know what? We're going to end up paying $60 to watch that damn Christmas special because we signed up for our free trial and I know we're going to forget to cancel it. You're yes. going to forget. You got to set an alarm. I always <laughs> yeah. set an alarm. I just had to cancel Showtime because the good Lord Bird is done. And I was like, well, okay, don't want anything else. And then I saw the damn ad for the, this Brian Cranston show and it's like, God damn you, Showtime! <laughs> um, but we don't need to talk about that. First of all, like I feel like I was looking forward to this because after I did the Mariah Carey, uh, what, two or three-parter for pop history, did I was already like had history. a newfound love and respect for her. But on top of that, I was drunk. <laughs> and I will say, being just so fucking shit fuck face fuck drunk was a great way to watch this special. Yeah, I wish Especially I had because been I was drunk. texting Holden while he was watching it and he doesn't remember any of it. And I definitely referred to him as Ebenezer Snooze at one point. <laughs> and I laughed and I laughed. And I was like, you're such a fucking Ebenezer Snooze. Whatever. <laughs> it is. It's great. Uh, it, it is great. It's <laughs> so I watched it. So I texted Gideon uh, during the day to tell him that we had to watch it. 
he said, I think that this is a mistext. Um, and <laughs> then I came home. We figured out. We spent like 30 minutes trying to figure out how to get freaking Apple TV. He, neither of us remembered our Apple password. Um, I just love it, too, because Molly was texting Holden and I while we were streaming our Among Us stream that happens on Tuesday nights at 6 p.m., 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Holdenators at the Holdenators Ho Twitch stream. Look at me. I'm a little ad girl. And uh, we were playing Among Us and poor Molly was just, but I was trying to murder my friends and I couldn't take the second to text back. That's very important. And also I realized that, you know, usually you're like, oh, give me your HBO Go password or whatever. I now realize I shouldn't ask my friends for their Apple IDs because that would like give me the secret to their whole lives. And I would I have expect that. But what are you, you going to do? It's so true. It's weirdly like just this vulnerable thing, giving someone that exact path. I don't, I don't kind of love sharing. I immediately gave it to you, Holden. I didn't <laughs> think for a second. I was like, well, what do you, but again, what are you going to do? Right. I, you gonna, I did actually me? sign up for the free trial as well. Anyways, though, Jackie's so uh, just oh. to avoid it. But the there thing you about, go. I get it. The thing about this special especially watching it with somebody who like, I don't think that Gideon could have even named a single Mariah Carey song besides uh, all I want for Christmas is you. Ouch. Um, <laughs> when she performed at which the she did, Oh the my God. Song. Even in the beginning with the ding, ding. It was like, <laughs> how is she going to sing it? <laughs> but it is, I will say if you like a Christmas special, it is a Christmas special. It is just a standard <laughs> Christmas special. It's an old school, no, it's a vintage Molly. It's vintage. She's bringing back the old standards, Molly. <laughs> it is not just a Christmas special. It was delightful and positive and what we need because Mariah Carey saves Christmas and Christmas cheer thrice. She thrice in the special she saves it. My favorite part is that they don't really mention explicitly that she's saving Christmas from the pandemic because I imagine that would have been too political, but that's clearly what she is saving Christmas from. They're like, oh, there's a yes. catastrophic lack of Christmas cheer, but there's like, and they're like, they're, they're, but no one's wearing masks or anything, but which would have been a real no. buzzkill. But I don't want them. But like, it's just so it's like this unnamed monster that she has to save Christmas from. But we're living in a That's year of a real of monster. So it, they really uh, they really, you know, tried to thread that needle. A little boy called me a monster on the street earlier. And I so I was like, am I the Christmas monster? Well, well see. I, mean, yeah. I don't know if you're just a Christmas monster. I think that you're just the monster of a story. It never goes. Yeah, yeah. Ah! Every time you leave the house, little boy was just like, "Mommy, mommy, look! A monster's taking a dump in the middle of the sidewalk." It was very <laughs> that's bizarre. What that's what I mean. I get. Where else are you supposed to take a dump? You're trapped in that small apartment with your wife. So the thing is with Mariah Carey and her saving Christmas and all of the other Christmas things and holiday shows I've watched is how they speak to. I think that I talked about this last week, but how they speak about this year. But they don't. Yes. And how everything uh -huh. is just a very, it's like, oh, no, but something is happening. Something is upsetting everybody. <laughs> yeah, we know what's upsetting everybody. But how are they going to play it next year? You know, I get that. You, they have to be able to flip it for next year so they can play it every year and not just get one year out of it. Uh. And I will say I read in, I read this in extensive Mariah Carey interview about it. They were getting COVID tested every day. And as someone that has also shot something during this time period, it is very upsetting to be in a small space with people and your spits are everywhere and there's dancing and there's singing. And it's very, very scary. 
But I love that the way that she talks about it in this interview is she knew. So she all right. So if you listen to the pop history of Mariah Carey, that she doesn't like to be like she has a lot of stage fright problems. Mm. And this is part of why she is so standoffish, why she is such a diva is because she actually has a lot of issues and would much more prefer doing like the production side of things. Of course, one of many, many, many reasons of why she is a diva and why I love her so much. But she always performs for Christmas because now they have her shtick is the queen of Christmas. Mazel mazel. She's doing great with it. But she didn't she wasn't able to give the cheer that she always gives for Christmas. So she decided and she kind of what it seems like strong armed this special into happening and making sure that it was done, which I will say. See, that is the problem with the word diva and all of its negative connotations. I feel sometimes where it's like, nah, man, that's a bitch getting shit done. Mm -hmm. And there is a difference. They're definitely, I'm not saying she's not a diva, but like she wanted to make this special. She wanted to do it as she wanted to do it. She wanted all of her lighting to be extra and be only shot from the ceiling, it seems, because every (laughs) shot of her is from up in the air and she looks like a dew-dropped angel in every one of her scenes, much like her Hallmark movie, A Christmas Melody. Uh, and I, it's exactly what I wanted, though. It's so weird. And Billy Eichner, we, which we know, is a huge real-life Mariah Carey fan. And I love their mutual love for each other. I went on his yes. Instagram page and he has all these fun cute little pics of them like now i'm just waiting for one with dan levy because we know that dan levy is a huge fan as mm-hmm. well of mariah carey and mariah carey has acknowledged him yes because mariah carey jumped in on the reading of Shit's creek as well wow. to sing for him and dan levy like flipped out this yeah. was like two or three months ago Whoa. <laughs> now i want to see them do stuff together but yeah. i like it because mariah carey is big on webbing a community together in a way that I find very inspirational. Yes, they've called her a um, a friendship Spider-Man has been one <laughs> I of her. I can see it. What you're, I saying can see is, it. what you're saying is when she Spider-Dio, sings and she please. moves her hand like that, she's actually spinning a web that is yes. bringing everyone yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. Because the hand stuff, I'm sorry I'm late to the party, but whatever the fuck Mariah Carey does with her body <laughs> when she sings is the funniest that. shit I've seen in my life. I'm sorry. I know that... Diva's, Diva as a category contains multitudes. It can contain people who are yes. both singers and dancers. It can contain people who are just singers. She stands there and she doesn't move and she just dances with her one hand and she, she shows her vibrato with her hand. It is a measure oh, of her yes. vibrato and it is so fucking hilarious. And also someone that is very, I know every note and how she sings it on her actual Christmas album. I definitely noticed because she is a perfectionist that she re-sang the songs for this special because she definitely sings it differently than she does on the album. And that, again, dedication. That is someone that is, she's doing it and her outfits were insane. I love that she included her children and it wouldn't allow them to really speak and also brought in a professional child to play her younger self. If you notice, she called her Mimi and gave her a butterfly. I don't know why, but also gave 
Michael Michelle Harris, who's a very talented young actress, all of the lines didn't allow her children to dance in the front. Did you see in the big dancing scenes? They're dancing in the back. They dance yeah. right behind her. They dance behind her. Also, special shout outs to Snoop Dogg, who is so clearly high as fuck. That's the best part. So Snoop Dogg high. is the absolute 100% best part. I think that Gideon Dressed was not on board. Like, I don't think Gideon, I don't know whether Gideon was, was truly enjoying himself until Snoop Dogg came. And then he was like, all right, all right, okay, I'm down. You know, because how Hell can yeah. you not enjoy Snoop Dogg <sighs> just baked out of his mind? <laughs> Just kind of like leisurely <laughs> strolling onto the stage to have a, a, a little tiny rap with Mariah. But also Tiffany Haddish, who was, I mean, that suit alone. I wanted, do you remember the like burgundy outfit that she had on? She's super sexy. And then Misty Copeland just performing in such a beautiful way. And I was like, I can't believe that Mariah would allow someone just take such a center stage. Did you notice that it was Mariah Carey singing along with the orchestra of the Nutcrackers? I didn't notice that until afterwards. But then Giddy was like, "Was she going like?" Oh, and I and then I was like, "I think she was," but I didn't. Even, I was so busy watching the dancing and being excited about it. Even though ballet, sorry to ballet people, I find it to be the most boring form of dance. But obviously, Misty Copeland is oh, like incredible, so, and I was so difficult. too busy enjoying the dancing, and then to realize that yes, indeed, Mariah Carey was singing along, uh, kind of like. Um, church choir style to the dancing. So it was funny. really something. And then, I mean, we've got oh, Jennifer Hudson stunning in that dress. And wasn't but Holden, it curious? Holden, the one in the corner Holden. and multiple shots going, ho, ho, ho. And I get it, it's Christmas. It's it? Santa Claus time. But wasn't it fascinating? It was a close-up on her, Miss Aryan Otter herself. All right? <laughs> Because you're not an Aryanator, you're an Aryanotter, because you're whatever. Oh, wow. and throwing it down. Going ho, 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 ho. I don't want to, it's not like I asked to be stolen from. It's not like I screamed, Ariana, <laughs> give me something to scream about on page seven every week. I'm, I get it now. I get it, what it is like now to be in this position of feeling completely taken advantage. It's like, can I have my soul back, Ariana Grande? Can I have my heart and fucking soul back in, in my body? So Santa Santa is not stealing from you when he says ho, 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 but Ariana is because we're so certain that she's already been stealing from you, right? Yes, exactly. Oh, yes. Of course, I can't say Santa retroactively took ho, 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 but it was, and she made like eyes with the camera in a way that was just like holding I know exactly what the fuck I'm doing to you right now, <laughs> That's exactly and I'm gonna keep doing. doing it to you right now. And I, and you know what? I want to like her music. She, she's got. It was really funny, actually. Lexi Honestly, your new album is great. It's, it's pretty great. It's it was really. Awesome. Lexi doesn't like her music, actually, which is really funny to me. And we, I put her album on because I just like wanted to hear it while we played Tetris against each other, which is one of our favorite late night drinking activities. Um, and uh, we got into a weird fight during it. And at one point in the fight, we don't usually get into a, a fight while we play Tetris. This is a kind of a weird situation. And in the middle of the fight, she's like, can you just turn this fucking shit off? <laughs> she's not that she's person like, I hate either. This music. And I was like, wow, I didn't really think it was that bad. And I will watch her Netflix uh, live concert because I love pop music that much. And I'm dedicated to the art form. But whatever, at the same Whoa. time. <laughs> Whoa, I just loved it. The second the Oh Santa music video came out, I was like, Holden, did you see how many times she goes, oh, 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 
<laughs> it cuts away from everyone else, cuts directly just to her, and tauntingly, she says ho over and over again. And I'm not going to uh, uh, just fully outright accuse her of stealing my brand, but she is stealing my brand. <laughs> well, you know what? She looks great while she does it. Mm-hmm. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And I really just, I loved, I loved it. The special was everything I wanted. There's definite times. There are certain songs, which I think I talk about it every year. Like Pentatonics Hallelujah, but we don't need to talk about it. Yeah, what was that? I was like, damn, Molly like listens to the Pentatonics album when it drops. Like, is I, that I listened to Pentatonics at Christmas thanks to Jackie. Jackie has cursed <laughs> me with an embarrassing <laughs> love of Pentatonics. I did it. But I am over here extremely late to the party, realizing that all these songs are about blowjobs. I didn't realize that like a prayer was about a blowjob <laughs> until like last year. And now I'm listening to Hallelujah, getting all emotional and thinking, isn't this song about sex? Not the birth of Christ. Yes. And it, in fact, it is. What are the, I've had the lyrics up. What, what are we saying here? Uh, well, baby, I've been here before. I've seen this room and I've walked this floor. I used to live alone before I knew you. And I've seen your flag on the marble arch. Then love is not a victory march. It's a cold, it's cold and it's a broken. Hallelujah. I don't understand. Where, where is the, I'm going to have sex with it's you. It's the, it's the, 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 um, it's as it, the, as it builds. So it's about like the, it's more, I feel like the music. The vibe Is about it. the build of orgasm. And then in the end, like, it's all about the, the like culmination. It's about Leonard it. Cohen getting fucked in a chair, I think. Mm. A, there is a lot of weirdly like orgasmic-y Christian music that I've I've heard in the past or even especially even talking about having like a, a relationship with Jesus that I would maybe say is potentially problematic you know what I mean to the point because they're like given O kind of making O noises while they're talking about being <laughs> friends with Mr. Christ and I just am like are we conflating the two is he like penetrating you in this scenario or like is he not just like this really important element of your spirituality so it is weird how sexual Ooh. Christian music can get. Guys, there is a, uh, a whole Rolling Stone piece called How Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah Mixed uh, Mingles Sex and Religion. So um, I guess that it is both about religion and sex, but I just mm-hmm. feel like it is, a, it is 
the original Leonard Cohen version is definitely not at all a Christmas Carol. And and somehow, <laughs> if you, when you listen to the Pentatonix version, you're like, this is about the birth of Christ, and right. it's just not, you know? Yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 it's not at all. And I think that, I, I just love it because we got a text from Molly out of nowhere asking if the song Hallelujah was I'm about like, I, I'm like doing sex. chores, I'm like in the middle of my day, and I just see that, I'm like, what the fuck even... Now, do I have to go listen to Pinatel? Like, is this was happening? I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I know this is maybe a, a yeah, this is like page seven stuff I wasn't around for, but like I just can't, Jackie. I'm not gonna do it. I mean, but at the same time, though, Oh Holy Night and Mariah Carey's version of Oh Holy Night is one of my favorites. I liked it, and the fact that she brought because this is part of this Christmas album and why 1994 is Merry Christmas is such. It's such a. It is a very good. Christmas album. I love when a gospel choir comes in. Yeah. And that is immediately tears. Like, I immediately start to sob. Yep. And say, same with Joy to the World when that just comes in. And I'm just like, yes! Oh Holy Night is like, I, I think Oh Holy Night is in the top three Christmas songs, you know, of the canon. Mm. And y'all know how I feel about it, too. And there's just something, it, it's the idea of faith that makes me cry every year. And Mariah Carey, I really think she did a very, she did a great job. She did exactly what she was supposed to do, but it is very funny that, like, she just kept saving Christmas, and it was just, like, un, it, there's just no, like, also, I think that the North Pole was in outer space. <laughs> Yeah. For some reason. The plot was it was it was Loose. tough to string together uh the plot. They <laughs> they did try. There was dialogue. Um I don't think they spent more than, you know, one meeting on it in terms of the script. Now one part though where Snoop Dogg blew a bunch of bong hit smoke into Santa's ear and that allowed him to fly <laughs> to the children's home. So I thought that was an Dude, interesting I would plot love development. That Christmas special. Where is that Christmas special? <laughs> But, I mean, now, though, I would be remiss if we didn't bring up the best news of all time. The love we found. The love we found. Yes, I am singing the end song from Muppets Christmas Carol because that is the only one that was in it up until this point. You've heard us scream about it before, and I just want to say thank you so much to everybody that sent it to me today. What a day for success, because if you have not seen it, we did it. When Love is Gone is going to be back in the Muppet Christmas Carol, I don't know who out there is listening to page seven. Yes. But I just want to say thank you for this gift. We did this. Of bringing back, it has nothing to do with us, but in my brain, <laughs> it does. We, yes. It, <laughs> I I personally think that the page seven world that we, that often, I know we have wonderful listeners, sometimes it feels like the three of us are exclusively in this very bizarre world of like sexy hot dog KFC giblets. Oh yeah. Uh, what are they? Is what are they called? The giblets. None of what you just said is uh, has anything to do with pop culture. By the way, like you literally giblets right now. The, the things that go on the Crocs. <laughs> no gravy, gravy. Where's the gravy? The things that go what? on the Crocs. The KFC. Oh, Where? the uh, gibbets. Yes, gibbets. the chicken scented gibbets. The chicken scented gibbets. We've been talking, we have, here at page seven, we have been conflating sex with chicken scented gibbets and KFC. <laughs> 
for certainly more than anyone else in the universe. And right. we've been over here talking about the love is gone. I'm anti, everyone else is pro. And here they come and say, you know what? We're going to put it back in. I just feel like we are bigger influencers than we are perhaps giving ourselves credit for. Yeah. I love that idea. When in reality, again, unfortunately not true, which I'm going to throw it out there. I was not aware. I knew that when Love is Gone was taken out for personal vendetta reasons, (laughs) but as well as apparently, which we will definitely get into further two weeks from now when we release our episode of Pop History on the Muppet Christmas Carol, but apparently the negatives for the part of the movie where the song was have been lost. For years. And Brian Henson, who is Jim Henson's son, who is the director of Muppet Christmas Carol, he said pretty much every six months he'd go and try and find it again. And he couldn't understand Hmm. how it could just be gone. And it has been found. (laughs) And that's why (laughs) in the new DVD releases, they are going to put it back because I have the DVD. It's not on the DVD. It's not on the extended version. You can't get it anywhere. So anytime I want to see it, either watch on YouTube or I have to wait until I go home for Christmas, which I'm not doing this year, and watch the VH fucking S so I can see the song. I'm in like a, I'm in like a, what do they call it? The Mandela effect. I'm in like a different universe on this because I swear to God, I've been fast forwarding through this shit for years. Like, like it was on my DVD. I don't think I've been watching the VHS for as, as long as I've been fast forwarding through this goddamn song. I'm so confused by this news. I think you clipped it in your mind. You mind clipped it. Haven't you heard about like what our brains are going to do to this year and how our brains are going to compact the time? Whereas like you think it like is taking so much. It's taking so much time. It's taking so long. And then we're going to look back at it and be like, man, how your brain just compacts memories when there's not enough to remember or depending on I mean, depending on how your fucking year is or it also to protect yourself. It does the same thing. And maybe. Your brain was protecting you from it. Maybe you were scared of emotions at Christmas, Molly. I am not scared of emotions. I feel a lot of emotions when I watch Muppet Christmas Carol, but I don't care for the emotion that Scrooge feels for his kind of boring girlfriend who he just is not ready to commit to because he's got, you know, trust issues. I get it. I I understand where you're coming from, and I think that I need to politely disagree in wow. this happenstance. You sound really polite right now. Am I polite? It's a great <laughs> victory for the, as Holden said, it's a great victory for the House of Zabrowski. They've been wanting love when oh, love is so gone Zabrowski. to be back. And we are, Henry and I celebrated today. Such a weird element to it too was that uh, Disney exec and DreamWorks exec, uh, Jeffrey Katzenberg, is who got the song cut. Yeah. And he's been in my world a lot because I've done, I did an episode on Shrek. I did an episode on Kung Fu Panda. He's like oversaw those films. Evil Katzenberg. Yeah. And he's the, the Quibi guy, right? Uh, uh, yes. And that's why yeah. we were that's why we making talked fun about of him recently. a lot on this very show recently. So there's a lot Old of kids. Quibster. Yeah, it's very bizarre. And he was the one that really hated this song. And Brian Henson was the one that has always pulled for it. He even said, 
um, is that I think it's good for kids to be pulled into deeply emotional moments, even if they feel slightly awkward about it when they're in a movie theater. I understand. That's I pre- true. You know, I love the song. You know, that's I get true. I support, and I and also like, yeah, I I know you guys are going to get into all of it with the pop history, but like Brian Henson making that incredible film only a few years after his dad died has always oh. made me very emotional to think about. He did such a good I've job. I've been crying through the research. It is very because it is it is a, a, a it's all for Jim Henson, and Jim Henson just such a truly good, amazing human being. But we're not gonna, <laughs> we're not gonna start crying right now. Molly, have you watched? I always say if you want a good cry and i definitely had a good cry at work when i first watched it on youtube uh definitely have you checked out um big bird singing being green (laughs) at jim henson's a funeral bro yeah yeah, i've seen big bird sing at jim henson's funeral holden and uh, i will never forget it it is the ultimate gut punch like if you just absolutely want to be crying at your desk at any given time during your work day throw on big bird singing being green oh what an injustice to to just take one of the absolute just heroes of of i don't even know not only children's childhood media childhood of, pop of culture humanity, in general of imagination this guy gave us the muppet, all the muppet movies leading up to the night up until the 90s and sesame street and fraggle rock and uh the dark crystal uh absolute cruel life if it makes you feel a little bit better, um, he was it doesn't. super checked out as a father. And the reason why, like, all, <laughs> yeah, of his, yeah, yeah. all of his kids ended up working with Muppets, or most of them, was because the only way to hang out with Daddy was to do work with Daddy. Do because the that's really? all yeah. that. Yes, yeah, that's why Brian Hansen... You wait, once you get your kids podcasting, Holden, I, <laughs> I look forward to it and be like, well, I guess we have to play the video games if we want Daddy to not look right through us. <laughs> <laughs> Molly, not you though. You're perfect, and you're an amazing. You're amazing. <laughs> yeah. Before we get to the celebrity conspiracy theory, and I, I, I know you may have some other things to talk about, but I definitely wanted to touch on and just ask you about this Dolly Parton Christmas movie because I think that's the thing I'm most looking forward to watching, and I'm gonna probably do it in the next few days with Lexi. Christmas on the square. Christmas on the square. Christmas <laughs> on the square. I was recommended uh, uh, over on the page seven podcast at gmail.com by a lovely listener. I'm going to throw it out there. I have been watching om- most of the movies that you guys have been sending to me, and I cannot thank you enough. There was one. Oh, screw. What is it called? I think it's called Christmas Eve Wedding. That's on Netflix. That was... I, I couldn't believe that it existed. And the person that sent it to me was like, I promise you, you just need to see the end of the movie because that's where you will be completely dumbfounded. And I couldn't make it. I was like, I need to watch other things. I will come back. I think I'm going to circle back. I think I just needed to be about 20% more stoned to um, really... Oh, a New York... No, was it a New York Christmas wedding? I'll I'll circle back. We're circling back. <laughs> What I'm here to talk about is Christmas on the Square and Christmas on the Square by Dolly Parton, who is perfect in every way, shape or form, is a Molly. I think you would really enjoy it. It is a musical with Christine fucking Baranski. And I love Christine Baranski. And it is. They got every single trope into one movie (laughs) and it is on a soundstage and there is 
lots of dancing and lots of, and the singing in it is incredible. But there's um, speaking my language. Yeah, it's just so funny because I this happens early in the movie and. Dolly Parton plays an angel in it, but she's dressed in the beginning as a beggar, and she definitely is the most glam, homeless person asking for change <laughs> I've ever seen. It's so funny that like you could tell she's like, well, you could put a little bit of dirt around here, but why don't we just leave the rest of me the way I always look? And I can't recommend to you enough Please look up Hark the Herald Dolly Sings, which is an interview between RuPaul and Dolly Parton in Marie Claire magazine. I read all of it. I I was so sucked in by it. It's so amazing. And people keep asking us to do the pop history and Dolly Parton. I know that we will eventually, but it's so difficult because she just did her own podcast from the lips of the angel herself. So it's hard to talk about her life in in a way that like we're... We can't be Dolly Parton. Right. We're not. We're never going to be like, I was riveted by the podcast, but I just love the interactions between Dolly Parton is the most Dolly Parton person to exist. She's so pure. She's so positive. But then she also, though, definitely throws little bits of shade like she did to RuPaul. So funny. Where she was talking about, because RuPaul asked, how early in the morning do you get up? And she usually apparently gets up around 3 a.m., And she usually does her business between 3 a.m. and 7 a.m. And so there was a line talking about how she is apparently, she tries to remain looking essentially camera ready 24-7 just in case anything happens because she couldn't. She said, I have to keep my makeup on and keep my hair done. Like when I'm in L.A., I've told you about it. If it's going to earthquake, if we get an earthquake, I'm not running out in the street. Looking like you look now, talking to RuPaul, <laughs> and how RuPaul was dressed. I also like that she says she needs to be ambulance ready, which is the ambulance craziest ready. thing. She, because she is very aware of the fact that she is the age that she's at, and she wants no pictures taken of her if she does not the look the way she wants to be looking. Now, personally, that does not go, hold true for me in my life, but you know what? Good on, good on ya, Dolly Parton. I love, oh, I love Dolly Parton so much. I feel like for RuPaul, being read by Dolly Parton must be like a total personal dream, you know? I, it has to be. <laughs> has to be. Has to be, has to be, has to be. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I will, I, you know, Mariah Carey has launched me into the Christmas spirit, you know, single-handedly, I'm going to say. So I'm ready. I'm very excited by all of the, again, I watch Felice Navidad. And again, when I say things that like, oh, I shut it off, it's just because I'm trying to absorb as many Christmas movies as humanly possible yeah. while also trying to not cry. So in my brain, the second my head flitters too far off course, I'm like, okay, this isn't keeping my attention. I need to watch something that will keep my attention more. Mm. And uh, I have become that person that I'm just like, I just need to be stimulated in some sort of positive way and if it's not stimulating me in a positive way i have to shut it off well speaking of flipping things off course or is it time for our celebrity conspiracy sure ebenezer snooze oh whatever just sing the <laughs> chair song do you oh, believe me? in the fact that taylor swift gets carried around in a big suitcase 
Now I know why you were yes, so excited about this one. Of course I do, but please uh, oh, continue. No, I, was, I, was, I have a killer blind item, but yes, oh, this is also this items. delightful. Yeah, yeah. This is also just this delightful <laughs> conspiracy theory that comes in from Tyler, who says, My girlfriend showed me this funny conspiracy that I thought would be good for the show. Rumor is that when T-Swift was hiding from the media, she went to extraordinary lengths, including being carried into her hotel in an oversized suitcase. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, of course, as they mentioned, that is the theory. She's already gone to great lengths to avoid the paparazzi in the past. This one is just that her bodyguards carry around in a big, dumb suitcase uh, so that she won't have to be photographed. And uh, I here's just feel the like evidence. it's a lot like the movie Old Boy. Have you ever yeah. seen Old Boy before? <laughs> is that how it's like? And then she, all of a sudden she wakes, she like gets out of the suitcase she's like, where am I? <laughs> I would, what if, what if it yes, gets absolutely. stolen? What if it gets taken somewhere? So so we've seen her do these things in the past. One, one thing that I saw videos of, which was kind of funny looking, is she'll walk like backwards or sideways into cars with her head to the back of her head to the camera, just they won't get that shot they need from her, right? Um, so she, yeah, and, and it looks weird, and she'll just do weird stuff like that when she doesn't want to be photographed. BuzzFeed reporter Lauren uh, Yapalater posted a detailed ar article about the suitcase theory because on July 17, 2017, pictures were taken of a few of Tehe and the Wan's bodyguards, that's what I nickname her now carrying a big black suitcase to her car from her Tribeca apartment. There were a fleet of cars surrounding this suitcase in this apartment with a dozen security guards present. Uh, uh, and, and, and this was just very bizarre that, that that would be, you know, there would just be all this like fleet of cars for like a suitcase, right? Whoa. A big Taylor Swift size suitcase. Whoa, that must still be very small. Do you think that in actuality, <laughs> maybe she is a doll that with hinged limbs right. that are able to fold up? She probably have to break her own bones to still fit in the suitcase photograph because she is five ten. But it is vaguely Whoa. possible that she maybe would get bones removed or something like that to be able to fit inside the suitcase. Yeah, remember when Marilyn Manson did it? Yeah. So he could suck his, his own dick. <laughs> I always make jokes about that. That is my favorite celebrity rumor ever, ever. Though nothing will top that, that he got his rib removed so that he could blow himself. I hope a rumor like that gets started. <laughs> that took me. up so much rent in my mind, man. Like, I, yeah. I, like, I really thought about that a lot. I thought it was true. Yeah, it was back oh, yeah. when, when certain, you know, like Marilyn, certain folks like Marilyn Manson really felt like dangerous. Yes. Like, I miss that. Like, you don't feel that at all with any current celebrity. Like, wow, they're like, like the weekend, I think, tries to be spooky, but it's just like, whatever. It it's always feels like publicity. Whereas, like, Marilyn Manson, I was like frightened of him and his videos. Oh, yeah. You know? We were like, weren't allowed to watch his music yeah, videos. Yeah, they were scary. And then we would like seek it yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, either way, a couple of months before that incident, two bodyguards were seen carrying the same giant suitcase. I've seen pictures of this, by the way. No way she, no, no way she used the same suitcase twice. <laughs> There's no fucking a way. A big, huge would. one, too. And they put it in the car. Uh -huh. They were carrying it horizontally. And uh, that same suitcase was seen again in May with two large, big, huge men carrying it into the apartment in the Ooh, dead of night. What did they night. look like? Talk about them. This is kind of, oh, their muscles rippling. Oh. They had their cocks out, which was weird because it's like, <laughs> they shouldn't God. be able to did have that. Did they look like that. Mario Lopez as Colonel Sanders? Yeah, they were big. They were like, are those two horses? No, there's men attached to those cocks. <laughs> Ooh. 
<laughs> All right, Clydesdale. All I'll right. call him more my Clyde's honks. Yeah, that's what I said. Shortly after this briefcase was brought, or suitcase was brought in, Gigi Hadid showed up to oh, no. Ayler Ift's Was she apartment, also in a suitcase? I'm sorry. No, no, she was not in a suitcase. <laughs> she just rolls up in her own. Yeah, she's just, <laughs> she was in one, suitcase. like she was sitting in it, like rowing it like oh, a boat. That's yeah. understandable. Yeah, driving it like a, <laughs> yes, that's with a oar. Makes her her bag sling. She had an oar yeah. with, uh, yeah, with her. But either way, uh, yeah, she showed up and was like, what? Taylor Swift's not in the apartment because like, no one saw her go into the apartment, so like, who's Gigi Hadid visiting unless she was brought in by that big, weird suitcase? I love everything about this. I just want you to keep reading forever. The bodyguards were I later seen it. carrying in a huge cardboard box as well. Was she in the box? Who even oh, knows? No. What's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> so yeah, and of course the evidence against is that she's of course 5'10 and probably technically couldn't even fit into the suitcase, even though it is quite big. But whatever. So my question Whoa. for the two of you is, do you think that she gets carried around in a big suitcase? I'm about to <laughs> I'm about to blow everyone's minds and say that I'm having a little bit of deja vu about this information. Okay. Is it possible <laughs> that in years past, this was a blind item on page seven? Like what celebrity got rolled into a house in a suitcase? Or am I just it's constructing possible. this retroactive reality? Who Jackie, knows? you got any memory of this? Nothing, but I also like. I think I, I usually I black out when we do podcast. I don't remember anything yeah. that I say. Things yeah, just kind of spill I'm not out a reliable narrator. I'm just saying yeah. because it's it. I'm gonna say I'm gonna vote first, and I'm gonna say it's definitely real because I think I've heard this before. Maybe yeah. from this Whoa. old podcast, maybe from elsewhere. So I think it's true. Or maybe you've seen it with your own two eyes. Yes, I believe that it is true. I think it makes wow. complete sense. Put her back in the suitcase. I'd like to see her in the suitcase more, actually. <laughs> I like her to come on stage in the suitcase. Yes, burst in the suitcase, out of it. come out. Yeah, and then, and then I can thing. get all my old boy references that I crave constantly. And um, she never has to walk again. There you go. And uh, thank you again, Tyler, for that. And uh, I guess you believe in. That conspiracy theory. We do. And uh, if you'd like to send your conspiracy theory in, we've definitely gotten a bunch of them. I'm slowly working my way through them. Page7podcast at gmail.com. That's page the number seven podcast at gmail.com. Back to you, Jackie. Woo! I have been loving so hard all of the messages that we've been getting on page seven podcast at gmail.com. I really appreciate it. I especially like the explanations of why I got to watch what I'm watching and just overall in general, the positivity and the support. And I just want to say thank you guys so much. I, I read every single one and I, except for the ones that are the clearly labeled celebrity conspiracy theory. I don't look at those because I like to be surprised. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. 
Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Just like I like to surprise you guys with the list. Oh! oh. Who's, who's on, on the list? Me. Gotta have that, that list. Ooh, it's holiday themed this time around, and we are talking Christmas traditions with surprising histories. There are some of them on here. There's a reason why I chose it that I was like, ew, yuck. And that's why we're going to talk about it today, because the snark on some of these cracked lists, I think, is hilarious. Like, before Coca-Cola turned him into an obese cartoon... The image of Santa drew heavily from the Norse god Odin. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I am sexually attracted to the idea of Odin. (laughs) And Odin often appeared as a white-bearded traveler who rewarded those in his favor with gifts. Guess ad execs weren't as into the missing eye and eight-legged horse. Um, I think they really could have used it, though, when it comes to <laughs> Christmas tradition. This is the one that made me say, ew, though. I always love a muscular Santa, though. It's always a oh. fun look, like with the machine gun in his hand and stuff. <laughs> That's always fun. Lee Majors. So apparently Tinsel is based on a story where spiders spun webs on the tree of a poor widower that couldn't afford decorations. The webs magically turned to gold and silver, which is a pretty cool way to find out your house is full of spiders. That's what the cracked article says. I think it's horrifying. Um, I think that it's nice of these particular spiders to do this kind of thing for this poor, lonely person, but that's very, very scary. I say love your spiders. They're very helpful around yeah. the house. Taking We're out- not allowed to kill spiders in my house. We got to let them live. You got to let them live. You can't kill the spiders, but uh, we have, um, there are a good amount of spiders in Los Angeles, and you'd think I'd be used to it because of Florida, and I think I've talked about this on here before, but at least in Florida... The big scary ones are the size of your hand. So like I could see it if there was one in my bed. I could literally see the covers moving if there was a spider in my bed. And it scares me the most because in L.A. all of the really bad spiders are very, very small. But we don't need to get into that right now. (laughs) Because apparently Christmas carolers weren't always just a bunch of your neighbors in dumb hats interrupting a movie. This person is very much against all Christmas traditions for some reason. (laughs) They used to demand food and drink and would threaten physical harm and even break in if you didn't pony up. I would like to look into this and know if this is... See, Molly, you are saying yes. You're nodding your head. Is this true? They broke I, in? I've heard this one before, that Christmas caroling was like a threat. <gasps> I did not know this. It, yeah, it was like, you know, basically like the way that... You know, panhandling is like, please give me money. But it would go door to door like, please give money. And then, yeah, they could really escalate shit. Everything used to be more exciting back in the day, you know? Yeah, I guess. I do want I in my ideal, Henry and I really wanted to just stand in the streets of his neighborhood singing really loud, but not just Christmas songs of just like any song that we could think of and knew a bunch of words to and then just shift whenever we stopped knowing the words to it. And um his partner and my partner won't do it. So Henry and I were just going to do it, but then it's not as fun. Then it just kind of looks scary if we're just standing in the street. If anybody can do this, you guys can. I, I think I would, if 
I, you're in LA, you're going to stand on the street and sing Christmas carols. People are going to walk by and recognize you guys, and then you'll become your own little phenomenon. You'll be like the naked cowboy, but for Christmas caroling in the house of Zabrowski. Should we be naked? Is that what you're saying? You should be naked, too. I think it's illegal for us both to be naked within arm's reach of each other, but I appreciate where your brain is at. And now this I didn't know. That stockings come from St. Nicholas leaving gold in the stockings of three unwed women to save them from prostitution. We, we're doing stockings this year because normally my parents did stockings in the past. And the goal with the stocking is to put the most useless, shitty knickknacks you can possibly find that you'll literally like be like, huh. Oh, a table to- like a, 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 a pool table that fits on your hand. I'll never use this. <laughs> And then you put, you know what I mean? And then you just move on. I don't know if you guys that is do the, that. Uh, see, the stockings are my favorite part. Stockings in our family are, it is all your essentials. Like my mom would like put in all the makeup that I used, my body lotion. Really? A new toothbrush, toothpaste, like all the things that when I be- like became in my 20s, I was like, thank God the stocking. Because it was yeah. all of the things really? that I was like, I'm just like using the last drip of my toothpaste because I couldn't afford to buy more. And I was like, oh, thank God, we're going to get it in the stocking. So it'll be fine. And like the oh, flossers and stuff like that. So that's why this year we also have to do each other's stockings. And I looked at Jeff and I was like, you need to put all the things I use. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay. So you better <laughs> just call Linda. Just call Linda. Linda will tell you what to put in there because you're not going to. He can my- He can figure it out. When I was a kid, my grandparents would always put an orange in the stocking. Mm. Just like a single orange. Just the orange? Or or there was also sometimes like a chocolate Santa. There was probably other stuff, but I really remember the orange. Because the orange, it was the same orange from the countertop the day before, you know? So you realize you were abused. (laughs) That was abuse. (laughs) They usually talk about it. In sessions with uh, the professional. Yeah, do we need to talk about the just the orange? Because I've heard the orange in the... In the in the toe of the stocking before, but I didn't realize that's oh is that's that a all thing? You got. Oh well, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, well maybe they were just doing that thing. I, there was there was some chocolates in there, but the orange was just really notable because I was always like, well, I'll eat the orange. I like an orange, but uh, it really stood out. It stood out in my mind. Now I feel I feel I've got stockings up for the kids, but now I feel like I want to put out ones for uh, for me and Gideon too, and make him get me some toiletries. Start your see. This is the one thing is that I'm trying to, I'm trying to recognize this this uh, holiday season for me is I'm like okay, well we can't go see our family, so maybe it's time to start our own tradition, right? Uh, our own traditions of the things that we will do someday when we have a family. And I, well, I mean, I'm never going to be the matriarch because I got an older sister, but whenever we host Christmas someday down the line with a family, right. like we have to start creating our own things now right. because yeah. we've never even attempted to. So get some stockings and start to, you know, start something new, right? Why not? Yeah. Now's the time for it. Yeah. I think this is the year for it too. You know, I actually was, it's funny, like um, a friend of mine was talking about how she, her whole tradition now is that she wears like full they wear like full body pajama pajama clothes, right? Like these pajama suits they wear every year. They don't talk to any of their families. They order ch- a bunch of Chinese food and just like sit and just like sleep all day and watch TV and stuff. And like that's the tradition they created. They were like, and we are so much happier because of it. I think a lot of people are looking down the barrel of that same gun. And I think that, you know, over on our end, we 
got a tree and stuff like that. And I'm really starting to think like, what meal are we going to make to be that meal? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think yeah. Christmas Eve, my dad always made his his uh, very special. I love his spaghetti with meat sauce that he makes. So I think I'm going to make that. But Christmas Day, like we're probably just going to like sleep in and I'll probably fill up the stocking when she's in the other room and then we'll kind of switch out on that. And then it's like, what, what's that movie that we are going to probably watch every year now yeah. on Christmas day. Yeah. Like we get to choose that this year. I think yeah. that's a positive spin on the weirdness that is not being able to be with your families and stuff is fuck them. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to fuck underneath the Christmas tree. I'll be like, Oh, well, mommy's not here. I'm going to have sex under the Christmas tree. I won't. I'm not you get to make it. your own fun. I mean, I have a couple of friends who were, uh, weirdly all found out that they were none of them were going home for Christmas one year and they ate a bunch of mushrooms and said they got really weird and sad. <laughs> oh yeah, it was very, it was a rough, I remember talking, because I remember being, I was so jealous I was like, man, I want to be doing drugs with everybody. And then it was, everyone's like that was a rough. No, it's, it got <laughs> we got really, really weird. But that's a fun tradition. Got, it's an interesting, it's an interesting tradition, uh, but also that mistletoe is a parasite that spreads from tree branch to tree branch by hitching a ride in bird shit. In fact, that's where <laughs> it got its name. This fucking author hates Christmas. Christmas. This author is like, I don't even think celebrates it. Like, this is the most Which that's fine, but it's still, it's just such a such evil for it. I think it's very <laughs> funny. In fact, that's where it gets its name. Mistletoe comes from the Anglo-Saxon word mistletoe or dung on a twig. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I had to read this list, because it's so funny. <laughs> um, and uh, I guess... We will, I'll do one more. Haven Gillespie wrote, Santa Claus is coming to town directly after attending his brother's funeral. <laughs> Gillespie wrote it on the subway after his publisher okay. demanded a new Christmas hit. He hated hearing the song as it reminded him of his dead brother. Jesus. So isn't that God. kind of fun? Merry, merry, merry holidays to you. Every man is smiling. Sorry, I was I was captured by the spirit of Mariah Carey there for a moment. <laughs> I, I looked up the author photo. It's just a picture of Santa Claus being beaten to death. So I don't know <laughs> what's going it. on. I get it. I get it. I get it. But thank you for the list. And my sweet God in heaven, I believe my sight is fading. I think I'm going blind. blind. Items. Oh, oh we can't, we can't see them. This first one's obvious and whatever because the juicy one I'm saving for last. The talk show host says she has changed. She fired a staffer on Thanksgiving. Reason? Showed up five minutes late. Ellen. Ellen. Yeah, she sucks. And I just was using that as an excuse to drag her a little bit more. I'm sure that's true. <laughs> but she thanked all the people that she works for whose names she don't know in her acceptance speech that she paid for the award that she got. <laughs> I it What an insane year. I, if you had told me at the beginning of this year that, that publicly people would turn against Ellen and yet still she would continue having <laughs> a television show, I would I would be like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. It's, I think that we should start coming up with the things that we would have not, like if someone told you at the beginning of this year that no way you would know now. I feel like that's what has to, like, 
happen for New Year's of start like let's start thinking of all the things that like no fucking be our way year in review yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah year in review start percolating on it but please Holden he's blind I always love so all, most of the blind items they're, they're saucy they're and, and therefore kind of negative you know what I mean there's something bad that's happening or something that the celebrity's fucking up on or whatever right I always love to see a fun lighthearted positive one and that's one of those right here right now. This older permanent A-list celebrity has learned how to do filters on her photos and has sent hundreds of photos to her friends over the past few days. It has been really hilarious to see how happy the filters make her. So obviously, like, this would pertain to an older celebrity. We have covered this celebrity in detail in the past on the other show we do. Uh, Martha Stewart. Yes. Whoa, no way. Nice, Jackie. Damn. This makes sense. Considering she's been serving up those poolside looks the on Insta That's how Clearly I knew. enjoys that camera. Wow, that's fun. Good for uh, her. I love. I'm dying to see her like using the dog face one. Yeah, and the, like the glitter. You know, kitty cat. I don't yeah. think she would allow that. But I also, we didn't get to this article today. But I do, speaking of in that same respect, Please look up Dionne Warwick on Twitter because her Twitter yes. is yeah. so... Because yeah. she just realized how to do Twitter. Tweet that Chance the Rapper. I'm Dionne the Singer. But it's also... <laughs> so it's so positive. It's so... And I know that now that she's saying that her niece helps her with, the, with writing the tweets and talking to other people. But she just is like tweeting at other people musicians and the musician is always like oh my god i can't believe you're talking to me Dion warwick you're amazing and it's <laughs> great but that's sorry that's that's a whole yeah, other i love it thing. i love it definitely yeah definitely look more into that because she's got some really fun tweets but either way here is the reason for the season <clears throat> the craziest tip i've received in a couple of months says the blind item website which is Already just like, whoa. What? <laughs> you get so many tips. It's uh, the craziest one I've gotten a month. I thought I would share. I made it blind. I'm originally from California, but I've been in a language immersion program in Italy for the past 18 months. Yesterday, I was doing my weekly shopping when I uh, saw this A-plus list, mostly movie actor, over at the fish counter. He was wearing his mask, actually two, one on top of the other, but I knew it was him because he had security with him and because I heard he was filming in the city, which is an important detail. He's filming, currently filming a movie there. So he purchased the whole, a whole sea bass, but requested they not wrap it up for him. He then took the fish into the men's room, was in there for about 10 minutes, and when he came out, he no longer had the fish. I don't know what he was doing with it, but it's really fucking weird. Is he a seal? No. Like, is he a bear? Did he rub it against his penis? I don't know what he did within the bathroom. I have a follow-up story after you guess this, though. Okay, well, uh, you have to give, you gave us the, I don't know who is shooting in Italy okay. right now, so you gotta give he's us something. A movie. We've talked about he's been making a movie, actually. He's crazy. He's, like, no, a known crazy-ass celebrity. He's, um... Billy Bob Thornton? No, he's Joaquin like, Phoenix. No, but Colty. He's got the Colty thing going. Jared Leto. No, older. James. Fr no, no, not James Franco. James Franco has a lot of blind items, none of which are appropriate for this show. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh God! If you could guess, yeah, he's a piece of shit. Um, older and culty. <laughs> older. Uh, what? Like, was a big sex symbol. I mean, I'm gonna say this, and you'll guess it immediately. Does his own stunts. 
Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Tom fucking Cruise. Wait, what is he doing in Italy, though? Have we talked about that? He's shooting a new Mission Impossible movie. Oh, God. I believe, I think he ate right? the fish whole like a seal or a bear. Oh, my mm. God, yes. He gulped it down like a little dolphin bitch. <laughs> Molly, have I, a, I have a follow-up story for you that may disprove that. So later the, in the week, this tip comes in. I believe I know who the fish bathroom guy is. Because I witnessed him doing something similar in 2016 in a supermarket in L.A. He had been wearing sunglasses, but it was definitely him based on the nose and the bodyguard next to him. I mean, being L.A., I guess it could have been any celeb, but it was really the nose that gave him away. All right, we get it. I took a number from the red number thing. I love how detailed, by the way, this story is. <laughs> I took a number from the red number thing and waited to be helped. Our actor was taking a while, though, because he was carefully examining every fish that the guy placed on the scale. Finally, he settled on one. Not sure what kind it was, though. The actor requested the man not wrap it up, so that's actually the only reason why I followed him. I thought maybe they were filming a movie or something, and they had an emergency need for a new prop. He went into the men's room with the fish and the bodyguard, but I stayed outside, afraid of appearing to be yet another starstruck civilian following a celeb somewhere. Although, when they opened the door to the restroom, I could see... There was not a film crew inside. I waited around like five minutes pretending to be shopping. I was about to leave. I was saying I might get in trouble for loitering outside the bathroom or something when they suddenly came back out of the bathroom with no fish. I was really curious. So I went in and found the fish in the garbage wrapped in a massive amount of paper towels. Then I left. So no, he Molly, he didn't eat the fish like a seal. He, he did something fish. else with the fish. He put the fish's mouth over his penis and he had <laughs> and he made a cream pie of the fish. It was a fish cream pie. You think and he that fucked is, the fish? I think that fish cream pie. He had to fuck the fish. There is no either, other choice. Either filled with cum <laughs> inside of a supermarket bathroom or the idea of a recipe for a fish cream pie. Both are equally as disgusting Ugh. in my mind. Have you seen Billy Bass? He's got a big gaper, and oh. I can get it. I bet it I bet it tightens up. Oh, Jackie. He has to live in the shadows. Stop! <laughs> I, I, he I fucked mean, that fish. I, this he is by far fish. the most insane yeah. blind item I've ever seen he in my life. That is, he fucks the fish for sure. And what's, he face fucked it. That's the really he fucked up thing. Fuck, or maybe Gil fucked. Depends. Yeah, he could have fucked the fish's um, other hole. <laughs> yeah. I guess, or whatever. Yeah. Dog, fish has multiple holes. Fish got like four holes. Five holes, maybe. Yeah, I just think face fucking is the most likely. Maybe that's just because of the vivid portrait that Jackie just painted for me. I mean, Billy Bass. <laughs> what? Billy Bass. Take me to the river. Remember Billy Bass? <laughs> All right. Drop <laughs> me in the water. Don't take me to the bathroom. He's just crying. Yeah. I thought there was going to be a lot more speculation uh, over what happened with that fish, but you guys just immediately like, no, definitely fuck the fish. I mean, there's no other it. choice. What else Maybe could he Maybe it's like a weird ritual, like a Scientology ritual no. or something. I don't know. Come Did on the fish now. have thetans in it? I don't think so. I think he fucked that fish. No, he fucked it. You, there's just no other. I wish there was another option, but there's not. The gifts we have been given this week. <laughs> I need to week. just take, I need to take, I need to say thank you to the universe. I needed this. I needed a positive wow. week of just wow. insane bullshit. And uh, Tom Cruise has sex with fish. And that is something <laughs> we definitely know now.
I, I just was so, it was like the first what? thing I saw on Monday when I start looking for blind items, I was just like, I started singing, hallelujah. <laughs> That's what he's singing as he just is during the fish over and over again. The fourth, the fifth. Yeah, it goes like this. The fourth, the fifth. I bought it at the store and fucked a fish. Hallelujah. Amazing. What a gift. And I just... Thank you guys for being here to listen and to witness this gift that we've been given this week. And I can't thank you enough for listening and being with us this week. And yeah. I love all of you. And thank you so much for writing in to page7podcast at gmail.com. I really, really appreciate seven. it. It has definitely been putting a smile on my face every day. And I can't thank you enough for that. And... Wait, you can see again, right, Holden? I can see again. I said it earlier. I'm absolutely good to go. <laughs> All right, as long as you can see again. I just wanted to make sure. I know that, that that was the coup de grace that we were looking for, and we've had multiple today. And uh, my name is Jackie Zabrowski, and we'll be back next week. We're definitely going to go through. I think you might like it. So I think you might want to revisit it before next week because we always find new fun things. And thank you so much for hitting me up. Also, the, the TikTok that went viral this week about Christmas shoes that you guys sent me, I... Love. Christmas shoes is in us all now. And uh, that was my gift to you guys years ago. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, not only can I see again, that Tom Cruise fish fucking story gave me a third eye to sprout it in my, in my forehead. Yes, now I see a lot more than normal. And uh, also, follow me, twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. Check out uh, Patreon, patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. Uh, and uh, oh my of course, God, we've we're got getting a regular thirsty in New Moon right now because Jacob <laughs> just took a shirt off and we are having so much fun because oh we are riding on motorcycles and oh my god we're just so bad but we have to be bad so we could hear his voice again come be a part of our book club because we have way too much fun reading twilight and but yeah and that come as a you in it uh molly what do you got for us uh my name is molly i am mjkl cat on instagram and you can follow me at jack that worm i love you guys so much we'll talk to you next week mm-hmm. bye, bye everybody This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.